Blog Talk Radio. Join us as we travel into the inner workings of John Cheney's mind. Beyond Midcourt is another dimension. A dimension of pressure. A dimension of coverage. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land. Two slow-footed white guys, incapable of playing man-to-man. Of help side defense and active hand. You've just crossed half-court into the matchup zone. Zone. I'm Kevin Owens, joined as always by Mike Gould. Happy uh, Sunday evening to you all, or if you're lazy enough to not have changed your clocks, Sunday, Still Sunday, Sunday late afternoon, <laughs> 6 o'clock. Uh, Who changed our clocks? Everything's settled. The cell phone updates well, itself. Yeah. I, ch- I changed my, I, ch- I had like four clocks in my house I had to change. But like, they're all, they're like, you know, the, the. Like the whole, one like, on your stove. Yeah, the one on the stove. Uh, the one in the car. That's a big I had one. I to change one of the car too. Yeah. Uh, what else? The one on uh, the one over. You know, the design or ornamental yeah. big clock over uh-huh. your fireplace. I changed yeah. that guy. Okay. We had another one in our kitchen. That's kind of the same thing. Changed that. We were changing. I was changing clocks left <laughs> and right today. It's really uh really aggravating. Uh, again, coming to you live here in the Foam Pack Studio in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, every Sunday evening. Uh, we're brought to you tonight by Foam Pack, supplier of all Graco products. We're just a foam call away, 888-458-2928. And integrated play in Renee Shaw. If you're looking to transition into a career outside the athletic field, contact Renee, 269-760-3857. And Cross River Realty, specializing in off-campus housing at Temple University. Also a full-service real estate company located in Philadelphia. Check them out at CrossRiverRealty.com, 267-460-5737. Talking a little college basketball tonight. Uh, you know, the tournament field is kind of being set as we speak. A few teams are already in. Um, you know, more to follow this week leading up to Selection Sunday next Sunday, where we, Mike and I will be doing a special uh, St. Patrick's Day show Uh on location at Iron Hill Brewery, and uh, should be a fun time. So, uh, same place we were at last time. If you're a fan in the South Jersey area, come check us out. We'll be there for St. Patrick's Day and a little selection Sunday. So, uh, also talking, you know, we we talked about trying to have a little game. Elwood sent us a picture of one one of them is Elwood. Uh, I'll tweet it out right now. But uh, one of them is Elwood, and I've no. There's about sixty I, kids. I in think it. I have it. All right. I think I have it. Really? I how, be, do you, how do you know? Well, I gotta be honest. Looking at the picture, there's a lot of geeks in that picture. There are <laughs> a lot. Of, one big one. There's a lot of dorks in that picture. Um, let, let, let me pull that picture up real quick. Let me let me go. Yeah, because you're gonna just be like this guy. I'm gonna. I have no idea what you're talking about. Let me pull it up. Hold on a second. 
Well, say. the winner of this contest, whoever can uh, correctly identify, no one's had it yet. A few people have guessed. And, uh, you don't know one's had it. You don't win yeah, I, don't, I have no idea, actually. Someone could have had it. Right. Well, we'll, we'll check with Elwood tonight. Right, We're gonna... So I'm looking at this picture. No, I want to leave it another week, so he can't tell us, but he can just give us hints. But he... No, I want to find out tonight. Okay. So someone's going to win? So... Yeah, I mean... All right. I'm looking at this picture. There's a dork with a headband. There's a geek <laughs> with a hat and a hood. I have a feeling I know the theme of this overall conversation. There's a geek with a bandana. There's a dork with a, uh, a a wife beater. There's two geeks with bucket hats. Um, yeah, I pulled it up. I'm looking. There's at a it couple now. girls. There's a lot of uh, a lot of <laughs> only a few. There's a guy. There's a cult a, sign in the background. So the, that's why I know it's legitimate. Because I was where's like, the, where's the cult sign? Look to your. There you oh, go. I see it. Yeah, cult sign in the background. So that's how I know it's legitimate. Dude, I have it. All right, who do you got? You have it. I think I know who it is. All right, then tell me. I think it's the geek. <laughs> what? I think it's the dork right in the front with the striped shirt with, like, the yellow hat backwards, like the yellow writing. With, like, pulling at, his, pulling at the top or something? Yeah, doing something. Itching his neck. Yeah. That's got Elwood written all over him. Yeah, I can see that. I'll tell you, I tell you, it's not. There's one. There's one guy. It's definitely not. Uh, or no, you. That's your guess. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. The dude with the bucket hat to the left. No, I don't. Th- I don't see Elwood rocking bucket hats. I'm gonna go the. See, I have two guys. See, I have two, too. Well, let's go two. All right, let's go two. Who's your other? My other geek is the guy. See to the right of the picture. He's got his hat on backwards and like a little goatee with his arm up in the air with the beer. Oh, yeah, yeah, Him. He's got a bucket hat, too. That's not a bucket hat. Yeah, it is. That's definitely a bucket hat. Is it? Yeah, you can see it kind of from the side. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh... All right, there are my two, but I'm going geek with the striped shirt first. All right, here's 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 my two. I'm going the the geek in the front. <laughs> Which one? Like all the way front bottom corner, front right bottom With corner. The guy in the armpit. Yeah, the guy in the armpit. I'm going him. You're going the dude sniffing the guy's armpit. Yeah, I'm going the dude sniffing the guy's armpit. That's right. my number one guess. Number. Yeah, dude, by the way, you see the guy go right to the left of that. The guy like he looks like he's like like this. Well, that was real close to my number two. I mean, what the hell is that guy doing? Uh, but I'm. Well, he's almost spilling bucket hats beer. If you're if you're not listening live, go to our Twitter page and look at the picture. Uh, you can follow along, or if you're listening live, I just put it out. I, it's not the it's not the African American guy. It's not the guy. It's not the guy next to him who looks. Do you think it's the guy with the hood and the hat? No, he. I don't think Elwood's fat. That guy's that guy's heavy set. I'm gonna say it's either the dude in the armpit or the dude smiling next to the African American guy. Like in those, just like smiling, like over the guy's head, to the, all the way to the left, all the way to the left at the top, right underneath the yeah, cold. That's line. not a bad. That's not bad. Those are my two guesses. He's got that like grin, like yeah, like that. Like, yeah, like Paul George, Andrew Luck just threw another touchdown. <laughs> yeah, that's who I'm guessing. If Elwood, Elwood, when uh, he calls in tonight, he'll clarify. Watch tonight to be the only night he doesn't call in. No, he already, he already, uh, he's all a couple up. times. Okay. Yeah, like just now, he gave us, he gave us a you're useless, um, <laughs> geek. Which one of these geeks? 
All right. It's not. It's definitely not the guy. You see the guy in the very front. He's <laughs> too cool. Not. He's too cool looking. That guy. Where? Like look, right look in the, the picture. Like the very very front. Like up the first guy. Like yeah, the yellow white okay. shirt. That's not him. Could it be the guy who stoned his right? Who like looks like who looks he's holding like, the beer kind of up who, awkwardly. Yeah, and it looks like he's got like he's got that picture like. He's got that kind of face, like uh, I swear, uh, Paul is, George just got done. It's gonna be that Wilson. It's gonna be like Wilson from Home Improvement. It's gonna be one of the guys whose faces are shielded. Like it's gonna be the one guy who you can see. Or wait, wait, wait. You see, go to the back of the picture. You see a guy who's just popping his head out, like all the, in between the beers. In between the beers. No, go to the left of that. What? Like, there's, oh, you see it like he's getting punched in the face? Oh, yeah. You see that? That could be a good guess, Could that too. be him, too? All right. Well, before we go through and, and analyze all of Elwin's friends, let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's stop the guesses. If you're on Twitter, uh, at the match underscore up zone, if you want to uh, field a guess. If you don't have Twitter, uh, Don from Fairfax, I'll, I'll text you the picture. Do you have it? Um, yeah, so. Look at, look. Look at your own discretion. Um, <laughs> so, parental discretion is advised when you look at that picture. All right, let's talk some college basketball. So, you know, the college basketball uh, tournament time is really uh, upon us. Next week's the selection show. Uh, it's going to be a interesting, interesting week to see how it kind of all plays out. Uh, you know, conference, big-time conferences are going to start their tournaments. And... Uh, you know, we have we have a few teams in Wichita State. Obviously, uh, who else is in Wichita State? Harvard's in. Uh, who else won? Coastal Carolina. You know what's funny? Coastal Carolina. And I don't know if they won. This is in '93. That was the last time they were in the tournament. I was really big on Coastal Carolina. I remember saying like I wanted to go to Coastal Carolina. Like that guy that didn't. Like I would have been so angry. What do you mean? Thank God you didn't. What do you mean? I went to the tournament. Oh. I, maybe I would have gone. I was pretty good. I could have. I could have. I could have. Oh God! I would send another image. Wait a second. I'm looking here. What's up? Where the hell is Syracuse? Where I think they're a two seed. Yeah. Or a three? They're not a two. Oh, they are a three. Who are they? Where, where do where, where do they have in the them East playing? in New York? They're a three seed playing Delaware. Syracuse, two three weeks ago, we thought they were going to be the number one overall seed, and they just kind of crapped the bed the last couple weeks. What's Elwood said to you there? Just, just, I thought it was like a – there was a picture of a newspaper article, and I got so excited because I thought it was him. It's like obviously someone else. The game continues. Yeah, uh, Syracuse, a three seed, you know, losing a few games in the past few weeks definitely hurt from them being, you know, the top team in the nation. Uh, you know, I'm looking at right now, looking at the, at the you know, bracket, brackets as uh, some people would kind of have them, uh, the bracketology and things like that. Um, Joe Lenardi. Joe Lenardi has it all set up, you know, kind of who's going to be the number ones. I think the number ones, uh, obviously, Wichita State going undefeated, they're going to get a number one seed. Uh, Florida, uh, you know, 18-0 in the uh, SEC, they're going to get one. Arizona and Kansas, Arizona the top team in the nation right now. Or is Florida the top Florida's team? The top Florida. Team. But Arizona uh, probably will get one as well. Kansas looking to get one as well. Uh, you know, you can't count out Duke, especially seeing what happens in the uh, – 
the ACC tournament, yeah. if they, they go through, they might knock one of those teams out. Uh, Wichita State, Florida, I think, are guaranteed number one spots. I think you no, can't Wichita really... State, i I got to believe they're going to be a number one. Yeah, they're going to be a number one, just because going undefeated. And they've played some tough teams. They have obviously played yeah, in a weaker I mean, Evans, Evans, but... Evansville, Evansville <laughs> Northern Iowa, they're, they're tough. I mean, I those, remember, those teams are good. I remember watching and being like, they don't play anyone. And then I looked at the box score there, or looked at ESPN under uh, one, bottom uh-huh. line. And it was they were down by twenty to Evansville. I was like, this team stinks. And then I turned it on, and, and they came back and won. I was like, oh, I guess. But I mean, just still going undefeated. Well, St. Joe's did the same thing a few years ago, and St. Joe's ended up uh, losing what in the second round. They didn't go undefeated, did they? Yeah, they went undefeated. Or no, they lost in the conference tournament, didn't they? I don't. Think no, they... I think they went undefeated. I'm, I'm gonna look this up. He I th- thought UNLV was the last team to go undefeated. Maybe like back in '92 or something, '91, maybe. I don't know. I feel like they did go undefeated. I feel like they had a loss somewhere. No, I think they fin- they finished the regular season undefeated. They might. Uh, yeah, they lost to Xavier in the A10 tournament. Okay. And then they lost to Oklahoma State in the okay. actual yep, uh, yep, yep. NCAA tournament. Was that the Elite Eight or Sweet Sixteen? I think it was the Sweet Sixteen. It might have been before that. Hold on. Let me let me look this up. When did they lose? Oh, it was the Elite. I eight. thought it was Elite Eight. Okay, yeah. they did go to the Elite Eight. So they yeah they went to the elite eight so they did pretty well. That was the team with Nelson and uh, yeah Jameer Dante Nelson, West. Dante Delonte West, West, Delonte West, uh, Delonte West, uh, Pat Carroll, uh, who, uh, Damon Jones, who I played against in the D League. He was a beast. Uh, he was tough. He was the remember he was the guy who when they were playing Temple, the, he went up for the yeah, lap and got, just got destroyed, thrown down by was, Ron. Was it Ron Rollerson? Yeah, or no, it wasn't Ron Rollerson. I don't think Ron Rollerson had it in him. There was the they, it was the guy they the brought goon, off the bench. The goon, yeah, because yeah. uh, what's his name? Cheney. Uh, Cheney brought him off the bench just to just yeah. to throw a player down, and right. he did that. They got in all kinds of trouble. That was shortly. That was pretty much uh, towards the end. I think that was the was that the last year of Cheney's career? Because when did Dumpy take over? Two thousand. I don't know. Dumphy took over shortly after that, so I'm not real sure. But uh, that was that was towards the definitely at the end of his uh, reign. You know, kind of probably didn't want to answer questions about that, especially going out with all the with what he's done. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I I, I think he was there after that to be honest, because that was 2004. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. I know my brother graduated Penn in 2002, or no, 2000. Yeah, 2002. My brother graduated Penn. Yeah, so which means that he would have been. Uh, Dumpy was still there senior year. I don't know. Maybe he had a few more years at Penn, and then. Do you think Dumpy's been there ten years already? Let me check. Let me let me see when. Dumpy... I'm saying Dumpy. I'm saying Dumpy went there around 2007. Ish, two thousand six. Two thousand six. Yeah, succeeded well, Cheney in two thousand six. So, yeah, I mean he's getting he's getting close to ten years there. This is and honestly, you know, great coach, uh, you know, friend of the show. Uh, he's he's done some great things, and this they've always kind of made the tournament. Have always been that kind of you know that team, that bubble team, and uh, never really they finally won a game. But this year, you know, his team just wasn't talented. They, they changed conferences. That's going to hurt. He didn't really have the talent to keep yeah, up. Yeah, and the, the knock on Temple, his Temple teams, they always get knocked out by yeah. a they're, they're always like a five. They'll be like a five or a six, mm-hmm. and they get beat by that, 
you know, 13 seed or something or mm-hmm. or 12 seed. Um, so his teams haven't fared that that well in the tournament, but you don't expect it when when he when he's at Penn, obviously. But um, well, last year they got beat by Indiana, right? Yeah. Or two years was that two years ago? Two years ago. Last really year they won. They won a game. Uh, yes, right. They beat. Uh, they won. Did they win one or two games last year? I remember they went on That's a little run. Crazy. Okay, yeah, All right, so let's look at you know where where everyone else kind of stacks up. Villanova, who's in the top ten, uh, two seed. Yeah, well, two, they, two seed they ended up with a two seed in terms of uh, what uh, jo- John Lenardi said or, or Joe, Joe Lenardi. Oh, some people call him John. Well, John Lenardi, his brother. Right, John, his twin brother. Yeah, told told me this on the phone. Uh, Duke. Villanova, he has Virginia and Wisconsin as the two seed. Now, I'm looking at what he has set up, and if this plays out like this, uh, there are some teams that you talk about you, you just aren't – you never – and I'm going to say this because it's, it's going to get the Midwestern people all, all juiced hot up. Hot and bothered. Hot and bothered. Uh, but, you know, Creighton's the kind of team that you just don't see them going far. They've, they've really, they beat Villanova twice pretty handily. Uh, you know, they've had some big wins, but they also had some crap losses. So you don't really, it's like, you know, the same yeah, thing. Up and down, yeah. Shooting teams, uh, when they, they're always scary in the, in the tournament, but not when you're the favorite. Like shooting team, teams that can shoot the crap out of the ball are scary when, you know, you're, you're a big time team and they're just, they have nothing to lose and they're, they can, they get hot and you can lose to them. Creighton's that kind of team. If they get hot, that's great, but they're the, they're the favorites. They're, they're not the ones who, are going in and, and trying to knock out be the underdog. They're not the underdog anymore. They're a three seed if if this plays out. And according to uh, Lenardi's uh, John or Joe? Uh, John. <laughs> Both John and Joe actually agree on this one. Uh, Wichita State would be the number one. Wisconsin number Wait, two. Number one overall seed? No, I think uh, no. Florida's going to be the number one overall seed. Wichita State would be number one in uh, this bracket that he set up. So he would have Wichita State. I think they would probably be the fourth, no, the third uh, number one seed. And uh, they have Wisconsin, who's very susceptible. And then, Yeah, I, I don't trust Wisconsin at all yeah, this and, year. And then you have Creighton in that same. Uh, I, don't, I don't trust anybody, to be honest, this year. Well, I'm just looking at this, uh, how this bracket's playing I, out. I will be sick to my stomach if Duke catches fire and wins the national championship. Yeah. Well, you look at Jabari Parker. I, I'm hoping. Here's why I'm hoping that they win the national championship. Dude, don't no, buy no, 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 no. propaganda. No, no, I'm. It's, pro- it's not propaganda. Stop. I, I'm terrified of this. He's. He, it's. It's terrifying because he's like all the things he's saying, and he's saying the right things. Dude, obviously, he is not going back to school. But he loves Stop. Duke. Stop. Yeah, he but he loves. Lo- you know what he loves more than Duke? Money. Yes. Yeah, but yes, he likes green as much as he likes that blue. He likes green a little bit more. Yeah. He's not going back. Yeah, I, but think I, about I, I'll give you two words why he's not going back. Why? Jared Sollinger. Yeah. Remember what happened to Jared Sollinger? Yeah, Best player in the world. Fell best player in the Fell off the planet because he went back the next year, then hurt his, hurt his body, hurt his knee or his back or something. His back. And lost tons and tons of money. Yeah. He is not going back to school. It's true. And, and why know, should he? I mean, why would you? If you're not, is he going four years? Absolutely not. No. Then why, so, then why go two? Well, that's. What's it, the, what's the, what, what a benefit is it? To go two years. Well, I'm, I'm I, I don't know. I just it's a it's a little scary to me to kind of hear how much he likes college. Stop, I no. I agree, Stop. but if he wins a national championship, it's it's set. You guess, know, guess what? Dwight Howard loved Dwight Howard loved Orlando too. Yeah, he loved. Then he loved L.A. Yeah, but Jabari Parker's like a different breed. He's like a real good kid. He's got good values, good morals. Like he seems like the kind of guy who he'd just be like, I like college. I'm staying. 
I don't know. He seems like I don't know. I'm just I'm just scared. So if they win a national championship, it's like okay, I've been there, done that. So you should no, you, be rooting for Duke you just can, as much you as can I. Rest. No, I'm not rooting for them because he's not coming back. Now, how, now I'm not rooting for them just to see him not win, not win and not go back. Just to spite me. Yes. Okay. Well, the uh, the funny thing was Mark Cuban had an interesting comment this week, uh, kind of talking about the uh, NBA D League. Yeah, I saw and that. I think it's. I, I honestly totally. Well, of course you do. Well, here's why. Yeah. Because you played. Yeah, I I did, right, and I like the D League, and I think the D League can really yeah. gain traction. But here's... if you played it, they should have called it the F League. <laughs> the kids get E's now, so it could be the E. They league. get E's. Is, yeah. is that right? Yeah. How do you mean to get E's? E. An E. Yeah. So there's A, B, C, D, and E's. No, there's A, B, C, D. Oh, oh E and F. Wait, yeah, E and F. Or do they get G's? What? They get There's an E now? What's so, a, so, what's a Z? So an F's still worse than an E. An F is still worse than an oh, E. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, then it should be the F League. Yeah. You play in the... G League? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going through the alphabet right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well... Maybe the MB, well, they 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 had MBDF? it right. They had it right the first time. They called it the MBD MBDL, like, and sure? now they call it the NBA DLL. So oh, I'm oh. going with the A. I'm going to go with the A. NBA DL. Yeah. So I National Basketball A, exceptional, D, development league. A exceptional is an E. Yeah. What's it? Why would an E be ahead of an A? Wait, is that what it is? No, E's. You just said MBA. No, I think E's, I think they stopped giving F's, and they don't do this, but other school districts do it. They don't do it where I teach, but other school districts stopped giving F's because kids felt bad with F, so they just gave E's, because they're like, you skipped a letter, and you gave me an F, but I'm dead serious, and school districts actually said, you know what, yeah, I'm... F, like, always signifies, like, it fail. Well, that's what Plunk. I... They're, like, trying to, they're trying to get away from that, and they're like, you know uh... what... They're just like you know. I, like, I hate that. Every, I coddled it down. Yeah, and stuff. like yeah. everybody should get a trophy. And, yeah, don't get me started on the trophy. No, stop. Yeah, I'll, I can do a whole entire segment. All right, then I won't get you started for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but Mark Cuban had a great comment, uh, kind of talking about now if this is this would I think this would solve a lot of issues. Now I'm talking to my wife about this the other day, and uh, just you know she's played college basketball. You know followed followed me wherever I went. Uh, she knows. She, she, she knows the system. If what Mark Cuban's proposing is, if you go to college, you have to stay there for three years. So you stay there for three years, and then you can move on to the pros. So at least you get three years of education if you want to come back and complete it. And guys can complete their education in three years. It's happened before. That way, they make an emphasis on education if you go to college. If you are one of those players who chooses, you know what? I want to be one and done. I'm not here for college. I'm just here for. I'm just here to play in the NBA. Then just go right to the D League. I think, honestly, I think it would make college basketball better, and I think it would make the D League better. It, it enhances basketball on all fronts. You know why they should do away? Well, you know why they should do away with the D League? Do away? They should do away with the D League. You know why? Why? Because I played in it. Well, most certainly. <laughs> two reasons. But two reasons. That for sure, and. I was watching it today. Uh huh. So you there's, were the one. There's music playing during the game in really? the stadium. They had that when I was playing overseas. There's music going on for the nine people in the stands uh-huh. while the game is going on. They're playing music. Like what kind of music? I don't know. I just heard music. I'm going, what is that? And I like because I thought it was music coming from like upstairs. I was in my base, so I mute the TV. I don't hear it. I put it back on. It was coming from the stadium. And the uniforms this one team had on. 
Three reasons. You played in it, the music, and the uniforms. They play music during the game. That's how boring the D-League games is for people. Yeah. I don't know. There's... But they don't, they don't make any money. How do they make money off the D-League? Nobody yeah. goes. Well, that's the issue. Well, that's what I was talking about. They start. But, but, but like, would you rather watch a D-League game or – I mean – it's like, I don't know. Like, nobody watches minor league baseball. This is like a big game, that one to play in the game. Probably help. Like, this, this kind of music is what they go about, right? Techno? Yeah. I, I don't know. It was just, it was bad, whatever it was. happened? What did you just do? Uh, Tom from Palmyra just called the cell. Um, Is he calling in? It's been I a told long him time. To. I told him to. Wow, it's been a long time. Does he know the number? It's been a, it's been a real long time. No, we should we, we should just boycott going to Iron Hill next week and go to Tom from Palmyra's. Do you think he'll let us? Oh, for God's sake. Oh, for God. For the love of God, what's going on over there? I don't know. Um, would he let us? Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Do you think there'd be room with the other three people in there? <laughs> Hit up Primo's on South Street in Philadelphia, uh, 326 South Street, everyone. You'll <laughs> hear 12 hours of this. Wait for it. Wait for it. Every time. That's so funny. Every time. Oh, my God. So you know, getting back to the getting back to the uh, D League, yeah, they definitely I'm, they weren't playing music. They treated it very. Here's the thing. Very professional. When you played. It was very professional. They didn't do. They didn't have to jazz it up. We were just talented enough. And here's the thing, with the D League, uh, it it was they really tried to sell it as the minor leagues. They try they, what they did in the beginning is they they did it wrong. They started the what? business model. Opened they, it. Yeah. <laughs> Created it. Hired me. <laughs> they, they went about and they said, okay, like I said last week, they went and they put these big arenas and they're like, here, fill it. Right. And yeah. no one could fill it. Right. Like, I mean, didn't they have like a grammar school arena that you guys could use? We, we, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We used to practice, practice at a high school well, gym. Sa- what, St. Ignatius wasn't available? It was Booker T. Washington High School. Yeah. And we used to, actually it was a middle school and we used to practice that's there. Like it, right. Yeah, the, the, seriously. High school. Right. But yeah. here's the thing, Here, Virginia the Astrodome, fill that. Virginia Tech was down was uh, about 45 minutes away. Uh, they had smaller venues, Salem, uh, which was the next town over. Community, had, Salem Community College, Salem, uh, Salem, Massachusetts. Salem had a had a, uh, and this this they had an arena too, but it was a lot smaller than the Roanoke Civic Center. And we played there the one time it was packed. It was a smaller venue. Roanoke Civic Center Explain was packed. It was packed to, it was the, packed. to, the, to the listeners. Uh, it was. Uh, what what you do when you when you store food you pack it into a package right. uh no it was it was very crowded tickets were a, a commodity how, how, many, how, how many people we only played there once how many people two three hundred i would say i would say probably about uh no i'd say three thousand like, you would love this <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say I, I would say about three thousand. 
the now the Roanoke Civic Center held. <laughs> you're dying. <laughs> I'm just gonna play. Funny how you're playing, talking like nothing's going on. You're still playing it. <laughs> oh, I God. can't stop it now. Oh, All God. right, there we go. Uh, it was. <laughs> there was like three thousand uh, people in Salem Civic Center. At the other one, uh, at Roanoke Civic Center, they, it was like holding twenty twenty five thousand. They used to have, honestly, and here's the thing. They used to pack the, the arena. They used to pack the arena every single time it was SpongeBob night or Door of the Explorer <laughs> night. It was packed with kids. It was the loudest. They didn't care about us. They were just there to scream. We have a car in line. I believe this might be. Uh-oh. Is it, is it the one, the only? The return. Elwood has, the knocked, return? has, has usurped him the as his crown. And he's coming. Tom from Palmyra. I feel like Stone Cold. Should I play the Stone Cold music? Like Stone Cold's coming back? Play, play something. You there, Tom? Well, guys, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I've been away for a while. I've been busy traveling the world. I've been in, uh, in Asia and Canada. I've been traveling the world, and i got to tell you, you guys have the best radio show on the planet. Now, where have you been other than Canada and, um, and, and uh, wherever the hell else? I, I've just spent a little time in Ukraine lately. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's pretty fun over there. I have to tell you that I asked people about I know, where, where they get their high school basketball knowledge from, and um, they don't really have an outlet for that there. <laughs> we don't have an outlet anymore for it here. No, no, no. Yeah, time, I mean, it's hard no. to find. I mean, you know, the, the, the Chinese folks, uh, they're, they're really getting into high school basketball. I, I think <laughs> if you could somehow get an Asian interpreter there, it, you might have a, an outlet. Now, Tom, um, what's your feeling on what's going on with the NBA? Is it a good product or what? It's unwatchable. It's absolutely unwatchable. you got your six teams that maybe you want to watch if they go to head-to-head. Other than that, you yeah. know. I'll tell you how bad the NBA is. Jody Meeks dropped 50 or 42 uh, points today. Jody frigging Meeks had 42 points. That's disgusting. Gerald that Green had 40 points the other day, too. It's I played time, against it's him in the D League. It's he time to bring, All right, stop. stop what? Daryl Green had 40 points that day? Yeah, Gerald. Not, not Gerald Darryl Green. Green. <laughs> I mean, he was a great. He was great interception. I didn't know he could fill up the basket though. So. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. Gerald Green had four. What do you mean he has four he has, fingers? He has four fingers. No, he has. Okay, sorry. He has three fingers and a thumb. What? Yeah, he's missing what? a finger. And he had forty points. Yeah, and he's like 40. won the dunk ah. competition. And he won the dunk. Now, how does he palm a ball? I'm guessing the other three are real strong. <laughs> Tom, can you say, uh, though, it is amazing in this day and age the guys that play multiple sports. You know, like uh, I see that Hollis Thompson gave up his uh, defensive line to the Eagles. Now he's uh, kicking ass at the Sixers. No, 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 no. That's Hollis Thomas. That's Hollis Thomas. No, Tom, uh, Tom, that's Hollis Thomas. Oh, I was wondering. You lost a lot no. of weight. Okay, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, that, that's Hollis Thomas. Yeah, I got the wrong guy. Okay. Yep, I've been away. Been I, I've been away. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, did, what, Ukraine doesn't carry the Sixers games. What's going on over there? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I did my um, my sling box uh, when I was all over the world, and I watched the Sixers games religiously. Uh, great fun. If you ever have a hard time falling asleep in the middle of uh, East Asia, watch the Sixers games. Play right out. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, they should bottle that and use it as, as a sedative, huh? You're not kidding. Mike, maybe, I mean, Mike can, maybe Mike can pop them and use it for his shoulder. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm looking for a Vicodin source. Uh, <laughs> hard to find. Well, Tom, didn't you grow up in uh, Kensington? It should be easy. 
Well, Kensington is not really a Vicodin hotbed. It's more of the harder stuff. <laughs> oh, the Oxy. You go Oxy and uh, Yeah, oh, yeah, you got to get hard stuff there. <laughs> like, as you know, I did not grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth like you did in four years. <laughs> what are you talking about? By the way, Tom, like, we had to yes, save, I had to save up to be poor. Tom, I have a... Yeah. I, have a, I have a great, great picture of Mike as a uh, as a rich youth. Oh, he's Ted, about Ted saw it. Oh, you saw that picture? He's about 60, 50, 60 pounds lighter. You look like you don't have a. You look like it's like. Well, well Tom from Palmyra gave me nice. Tom from Palmyra gave me a nice compliment. He said I was Chase Utley esque. Wow. This is, is true. Is, he did look. But Ted, I got to ask this: Who hit the wall harder? Uh, a young Michael compared to now, or Kirsty Alley compared to now? <laughs> Who hit it harder? It's, it's, a, it's a toss. Come up. on, Kirsty Alley hit like the, the, the wily coyote laughs at her. Come on, like you, like you look like you spent the last fifteen years at Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> compared to that photo. Oh my God! I told, I haven't eaten I haven't eaten since I've seen that picture. It's, I'm going on seven days. I I've had water and a banana. No. Yeah. What are you, Dave Allen diet? Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, no, you're you're eating more than that, aren't you? Yeah, oh, 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 I had a I had a crouton too. <laughs> so I By the way, Mad Pops and Dave Allen, he's turned that program around. No, oh, D- Dave, well, Dave Allen's in the South Jersey final on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Big props Mad to our, uh, our our boy Dave Allen who uh, got Terry Hoey's. Well, you know what we got to get him if he wins a cheesesteak. <laughs> he won't eat it. He looks. Horrible. I swear to God, we should have a contest. Put a cheesecake in front of both of you and see who doesn't eat it first. <laughs> who doesn't eat it first? Uh, yeah, the truth is, you put a primo hoagie in front of somebody and see if they can resist that. That's the truth. <laughs> a knuckle sandwich or a Schwartzy? Which one? Hey, they're all good at primo hoagie South Street. Now, Tom, uh, we we were talking. Uh, we were talking. We were we were thinking of of going to another venue for uh, you know Selection Sunday next week. Uh, we have Selection Sunday. We have St. Patrick's Day. Are you got? Are you are you up for hosting? <laughs> what is going on over there? Are you up for hosting the matchup zone next Sunday night? No, no, no. Well, next I don't know. Last that... time you guys did a remote at my place, I mean the 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 crowds were hard to manage. So I don't know if I can get the proper security. Yeah, I'd be up for it again. No, not next Sunday because isn't it that bar crawl or something? Yeah, so next Sunday would be very tough, guys. Yeah, oh, you have a bar. Crawl? There's like something on South Street where there's going to be there's going to be it's going to be his place to be packed. There's going to be like two, three people in there, so it's uh it's going to be tough to manage us too. And all my bartenders will be in green bikinis, so you know it's going to be quite a quite a scene. But you know, I did call with a serious topic though this time. What's that? Uh, and this is more directed to Kevin. I've had yeah. an argument with a good friend of mine whose last name uh, rhymes with uh, Schuld. Um, I've heard of him. Yeah. He, 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 I contend that if you are getting paid to play a sport, you're a professional. Now, I don't care if you're getting paid millions or if you're getting paid $100 a week. If you're getting paid, you're a professional athlete. Yeah, you, you are. Agree with that? Yeah, right? why, why would you think so otherwise? If you're, I don't know. He seems to think uh, like I, I think they're semi pro, players yeah, are not professionals. They're not professionals. They're semi they're, they're not. No. They're, they're not in the major. They're not in the, no, but listen. They're not in the MLB. The MLB is professional. Wait, no, they're, so, they're 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 semi professional. So do I have to change my resume because I put pro basketball player for ten years? If you put if you if you put if you put pro basketball on anything, you should burn it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to I need to update my I need to update my resume. No I mean, wonder I haven't been getting I mean, calls back. I mean, if you if you put pro basketball on something, you should have your English degree taken away and your eyesight. 
That's so wrong. Guys in the D League are professional basketball players. Guys in New York are professional. Guys in minor league hockey are professional. Here's the thing about professional. uh, You know, Tom, you're talking about professional. Guys who play overseas make – uh, make more no, but than some overseas, of the guys who... Like overseas, like if you play in Australia, you're playing professional basketball in Australia. Yeah. If you play here, you're playing professional basketball in the NBA. Are the NBDL no, professional no. players? So you're saying sem- yeah, NBA league is semi-pro. Yeah, yeah, it's not professional. I just call it the minor leagues. Right. Jesus, our phone lines are blowing right, up. Tom, like a... Tom, Tom, well, we because, gotta... you know, what's... I bring up uh, hot topics that people want to get involved with. Tom. Like, don't you honestly agree Tom, with me that if you're playing... I don't wait. care what your level is... You know, some accounts work for a top five accounts. Tom, you just swayed me. I agree too. Uh, We got to run, Tom. Tom, I want to. We're coming next week. I want to green bikini. Yeah, we're coming. All right, we got other callers in the line. Or hello, you're in the matchup zone. Hey guys, how how you guys doing? We're doing well. How are you? Good. Hey, uh, Kevin. uh, Next week, you know that billion dollar challenge is out to to pick uh, the NCAA tournament. Perfect. So I was calling. I need some advice here on uh, how this is going to play out. I need I need to make some money. Now here's a, it, it's uh I'll, I'll give you so I'll give you a few hints. I and I'm big I'm big on Duke. Duke's playing together as a team. They all they're always dangerous in the tournament. Jabari Parker, did you watch him last night? Yeah, I also I, he just he he's he can't be stopped. Yeah, but but you have to look too. UNC is so up and down. You never know yeah. what you're getting from UNC. I wouldn't trust UNC in this tournament. As far as I could throw them. Yeah, but here's the thing: Kevin. Duke's gonna, Duke's going to get that that Eastern seed. They're going to be in the East. They're going to be playing in New York. Oh, look, they're they're, they're going to win a couple games, no doubt. They're going to win two two three games. They could win. Six. Hey, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin, what I wanted to uh, what I wanted to ask you is about Wichita State. Um, do you think? Well, my, my comments first of all, I don't think it's good that they went into the tournament undefeated. I think it kind of puts a an X on their chest where where it teams does. are going to play. Play better. Do you think it would have been better for them um, to come into the tournament with a loss? Uh, I, I know last year, you know, they made it to the Final Four, and you had, I believe, they had Louisville down by double digits in, in that first game. Um, what's your thoughts on Wichita State going in undefeated? Yeah, I mean, here's here's my uh, one loss, two lo- uh, zero losses. I don't think that really matters all that much. I think actually no losses helps them a little more uh, because they they really have learned to to gut out some of those wins, but they haven't, my, th- my biggest fear with them is not that they haven't lost. It's not, it's that they haven't played a close game in about 10 games since they really started conference play. They haven't had a close game. They played Evansville who, uh, but they still ended up winning that game by about 15. They haven't had adversity in quite some time. I mean, it's been 10, 13, 13 games that they've just gone through and won by 20 from start to finish. They're up by 20 in the first half. They haven't faced adversity and you're going to see that not pr- probably so much in the first few rounds. I can see them kind of getting a smooth trip to the Sweet 16, uh, just because they're even though they'll probably be the third uh, third best or second third best overall seed. Yeah, third overall seed or maybe second overall seed. They're going to have kind of a cushy uh, trip. However, when you start getting into uh, the Louisvilles, if they're in there, uh, if they're playing, uh, you know those those kind of tough teams, Virginia, Kentucky. It's Michigan, like those kind of teams. That that's when they're they're going to be up right for upset. And I just I can't see them going. Uh, I can't see them going to the Final Four. I can't see them going to even the Elite Eight. I think they're going to be out before then. I think that Sweet Sixteen they're going to get there, and whoever they face there, whoever that four seed is, uh, is going to knock them out. That's just my 
my overall opinion, just because a four seed in this tournament is going to be talented. I just don't think Wichita State has had that adversity, and when it happens, it's going to be a long. It's going to be tough for them to kind of overcome that. You know, I was looking at Joe Lenardi's brackets, and there's actually some decent teams at the eight and nine seed. They, mm-hmm. they might have their hands pulled at that second game if, if they get a team that's really athletic um, that they're not, you know, used to playing in their conference. I'm just, I just want to see it happen because, you know, all, these mid-majors over the years have been close, you know, Butler twice, George Mason. But uh, I'd finally like to see one of these mid-majors come out and, and actually win the whole thing. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to look through right now at some of these uh, mid-majors who, who are in there. Uh, right now... I don't know. Just just looking, Harvard. I'm, I'm just looking at like those 13, 12 seeds. Uh, let's see, Green Bay, North Dakota State, uh, Stephen Austin, Iona. Iona's played, uh, you know, pretty well. I don't know. I just St. Joe's might be might be a, it's a pretty tough one. Uh, St. Joe's had a had a tough schedule this year. Uh, you know, the A10s changed a little bit. Temple's out, but. At the same time, they've played some out-of-conference teams. They're, if they're an 11 seed, they can create some problems. Um, Xavier, obviously, always tough. I'm just looking at some of these mid-majors, and, and who I don't really see a ton. I don't really see a ton. That BYU uh, could, be, could be an interesting pick because they, they can shoot the ball. Oregon, Oregon as a 10 seed might be interesting. Oregon just knocked off. Who did they just knock off yesterday? They just beat Arizona, didn't they? Think, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they went on a big run. But, uh, hey, guys, just my final thought here. Um, I've been a St. John's fan my whole life. Mm-hmm. And um, I think if they get in the tournament, now they're going to probably have to do some work in the Big East tournament. I think they, they play Providence um, in the first quarterfinal. Then I don't know if they might have to beat, like, a Villanova in that second game to get, mm-hmm. get in because they're right on that bubble now. But I think that's a team, you know, they started off 0-5 in the Big East, and Lavin really has them. You know, rolling now. I would love to see them get in. I, I think St. John's could do some damage. But uh, can you guys just leave me on? Uh, let me hear. Put me on mute. Let me uh, continue to listen. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Got it. There you go. There we go. All right. So yeah. St. John. I mean, uh, St. John, I mean, John's. I don't trust Steve Lavin for some reason. Not not in terms of not not in terms of he's doing shady stuff. Just as him as a coach and his teams. St. John's is, they're kind of a program caught in, I don't know, they're just like a blah program right now. Um, he's doing some nice things with them, but unless Walter Berry and Chris Mullen walk back through that door this year, they're not beating Villanova. Well, they've beaten some good teams. They beat Marquette. Uh, they beat yeah, Creighton Marquette, earlier Marquette's this year. Marquette's not what it's been in the past. No, I agree. Uh, St. John's is athletic. They can, they can win a couple games, but when push comes to shove, I don't see them making a deep run in the tournament. Yeah, I don't know. They, and and, and, here's, and, and I don't getting know. to the caller's point, I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah, his first point was, you know, um, about Wichita State losing a game. Do you think it's beneficial to go and losing a game? No, I, I don't think. They won 34 straight games. They've mm-hmm. won six games in a row five and a half times. So yeah. why do they have to lose a game? Like why, they've won 34 in a row. Why can't they win 40? Or why can't they, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I just, I don't buy into that whole, oh, it's, you, should, you should have a loss before. Why? Yeah, no, you have an, you have another extra. You have you know put a bullseye because you're undefeated, maybe, but you have to win games whether you have a you know teams in the tournament are playing hard whether you're 34 yeah, 0 whether you're 34 0 or you come in you sneak in at at, at 20 and uh, 12 or whatever yeah. it is. 
So I, I don't care that they're undefeated. Like, go win six more games. Mm-hmm. I don't think it means – I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm with you on that. I totally agree. I think that uh, the undefeated thing really doesn't matter. Uh, you're right. You know, try, it, to, try to win more. Try to win yeah. – now, the undefeated thing, the only thing that works in their, the, that kind of works against them is the level of competition they've played all year. Well, that's the, that's you know, the that, thing. That, that's the thing, too. Losing but, by 20 to, or winning by 20 for the consecutive games, it's just, it's... No, it is. And, and your fear is getting, you get into a close game, but they, they're a good team. Yeah. I mean, they have good players. The, the guy Fred Van Vliet comes off the bench and he goes, I mean, shooting threes. Clay Anthony Early, uh, they have good, good players. Uh-huh. And I think the whole term mid-major is overrated now. Butler went to back-to-back national championships. You go to back-to-back national championship you're games, not a mid-major. you're not a mid-major well, I don't th- That's what I was saying. I don't but, think St. John's is a mid-major either, just because St. No. John's, uh, you know, you come from a big conference. I feel like a mid-major has to be from, like, Ohio Valley Conference or the yeah. MAC or something like that. That's what, what kind of constitutes a mid-major. You know, you know, like George Mason, a couple of years. Like, yeah, like those teams that don't have the money to kind of recruit, and they have those smaller, smaller, uh, you know, smaller rosters and things like that. If you're playing in the Big East, you're going to get talented. The, the, the players. bottom line is in the tournament and in college basketball, if you have great guard play, you're in every yeah. game. You could be in every game if you have great guard play. Guys who can knock down the three ball, penetrate, kick out, can create. If a team plays a zone, guys who can attack the seam, get in the seams, uh, collapse the defense. I just think there's a lot of good, good players out there mm-hmm. in, in, the co- in the college basketball Well, season. how about Andrew Wiggins uh, dropping 40 last night? In a loss, yeah, he did. Well, yeah. and, uh, Joel Embiid didn't play, but Wiggins, you know what he did last night? He really shot the ball well. Yeah, he did. Um, and, and you saw his athleticism getting out of the break. Still <sighs> and, not sold. St- I'm still, no, I'm not, no I'm, I, not that I'm, I'm, I, I'm not sold. Let me on, ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. I know you love Jabari Parker, uh-huh. and, and, and so do I. And if I had the number one pick right now, I'd probably pick Jabari Parker. Probably. Who else are you thinking? Uh, just hear me out for a second. I'm hearing. Whose upside is greater? Jabari. I kind of see a ceiling on Jabari Parker. Explain. I don't. I mean, I don't. I see. I, I see I, LeBron I, in Jabari Parker. No, nah, see, I disagree. No, I mean Jabari. I'm not, I, you know who I see in Jabari Parker? Who? Paul Pierce. No, I see Jabari Parker. Because Jabari Parker, Don't, not Paul Pierce now. Paul Pierce ten years ago. No, you know, I agree. In his prime. Jabari Parker, and maybe LeBron's a, a stretch, but Jabari Parker is the next big thing. You know, you talk about him. We knew about him for years. I mean, we knew about did, him when he was a freshman in high school. You did, but you know about you knew about Wiggins. No, but here's the thing with Wiggins. Wiggins is he's small. He looks like he's just still a kid. If he develop, if he really works his jumper, puts on some weight, his athleticism's off the charts. I just think his ups, I think his ceiling is a little bit higher. That being said, I'd still pick Jabari Parker first. Yeah, I definitely take him. I'm definitely but, taking Parker. But dude, I'll tell you what, you, we're, we're Sixers fans because we're in the Philadelphia, you know, the Delaware Valley here. I, I like. I don't want the Sixers to finish with the worst record because what? most of the time the team with the worst record doesn't get the number one pick. When's the last time the team with the worst record got the number one pick? I want the two or the three, the second or third worst worst uh, record. Well, Sam Hickey's son needs to rock a bow tie and get on stage and pick the ball. That will help. That dude, man. Talk I about was, being I, famous. I was leaving his hanging here. <laughs> yeah, he is. Maybe he's mad because he called him a geek and wow, insulted I mean, all his friends. Oh, well, we're sorry. You guys aren't geeks. Don't laugh. 
Uh, so really, seriously, what's going on next week? There's a pub crawl uh, on Sunday. On South Street, there's some kind of pub thing, like a yeah, like a pub crawl or something. So he he probably wouldn't be able to accommodate. No, us. he said it's going to be because um, yeah, he said I was talking to him earlier. And he said there's uh it's really going to be pretty crowded on South Street. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. That would be good publicity. What if we went outside? It's supposed to be nice. Broadcast, we're broadcasting live from outside, outside Primo's. We're on South Street. Actually, uh, in the middle of South Street. Someone's peeing on my leg as we speak. <laughs> I think I know who did that. Uh, joke's passed. I thought I had it queued up. <laughs> Never mind. So, uh, yeah. You know, talking NCAA basketball, uh, bracketology. You know what's interesting? I, and this is maybe it's because I'm, you know, a girls head basketball coach now. I've been watching a lot of the girls. Connecticut, it's like not even fair. Connecticut played Rutgers, who's the 25th ranked team in the nation, and we're up by 40. Can, can you bet on women's basketball? You can bet on women's basketball, right? Sure. Why wouldn't people <laughs> bet on Rutgers? I mean, on, on UConn. Because the spreads probably has to be 30. I mean, the spreads – let me look up today's game. Let me see if there's a spread on today's game. Because that game – what is it? UConn, Rutgers, spread. All right. I'm going to say the spread. What, was they, what were they, 25th in the nation? You, uh, Rutgers? Yeah, you, Rutgers was 25th in the nation. I'm going to say if there was a spread, 18 and a half. Let me see. Do they have, do they have a spread? They have to. They have to, because otherwise people will become millionaires betting off of UConn. I mean, they're the surest thing in sports. No, I don't see any spread here. What? UConn is the surest thing in sports. Oh, here we go. College woman sport bet. All right, where are we at? They had to be 18-point favorites. Uh, these are live betting lines. Scores and results. Here we go. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. Because oh, this is not working. Screw it. Here, you look it up. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't go yeah, on. Yeah. I don't, well, I mean, what, I don't kick bet. fire over there? Well, I don't bet on sports. I don't bet either. You don't bet? Hold on. Duke versus Notre Dame. What is this? It's the big It's the big whatever tournament. What are they called now? No, they're called the American something tournament. That's what it, that's what it is. I can't find it. I'm not sitting there wasting, wasting my time uh, doing this. It's got to be. I'm, I'm guessing it's got to be in the in the 30s. That's just the. That's just my uh, my personal guess uh, of of this women's basketball spread. Don from Fairfax. What's up, man? How are you? Back Good afternoon. I, I got all kind of mixed up here with the time change, and we're just <laughs> finishing up dinner. And I said, "Oh my God, the matchup zone. I'm not in." Yeah, seriously. It, I got mixed up too. I'm sitting there eating dinner, and my wife's just like. Uh, <laughs> Six thirty, you have to go. I'm like, yeah, I do. So I hopped, I, I know, hopped in the car and drove out. over to the studio. It's like it a different world now. It is. It's it's different. And you know what's funny? I had a class this morning. I have my uh, online class, and I was terrified that I was gonna. It was, it's all online. So, but you you have to be there. You have to be in this meeting. This guy's talking. I had to be. It's like one of those things where I was terrified I was gonna miss it. So I I like checked last night on, on to make sure that the phones automatically adjust. No, they do. Yeah, the phones automatically. I set my alarm for eight o'clock. I was like. What, I don't, I'm not setting my phone for 7.30 because that means it's like really 6.30 and I'm waking up just for nothing just to check it and uh, then I sleep for an extra no, half hour. I was like, the, I didn't want to interrupt. The phones automatically update. Yeah. I, wasn't, I knew it was. It was just me being, me being a little scared. 
So, so Don, what's up? How are we doing? I, I guess we're doing good. Did Elwood call in tonight? No, he's, I think he's mad. I think we upset him. Yeah, he's he's conspicuous. Oh. Yeah, he is, he's conspicuous by his absence. <laughs> I know. Are the Pacers playing hey, uh, right now? What's that? Are the Pacers on? Oh, they might be. <laughs> but I, I just I just tuned in and you were talking about some girls basketball. Mike, do you train a lot of girls in your business? Yes. There was something today. I, I caught it for about the, the last five or ten minutes, and it was Gino Oriema on the floor coaching the girls from Connecticut. And at, as you know, at, at some of the bigger schools, they have guys that work out and yep, practice yep, yep. with the girls. Yep. And the guys are decent players. So mm-hmm. the drill that he was doing was teaching the girls to move up on a, on somebody with, with the ball and then to, to side shuffle with them and, and get a stop on the ball. And he like, he was just going over and over. And, and the guys are quick. The guys are good players. And, of course, those, yep. those girls are just phenomenal players. But at the end of the session, he got them all together. And he said, we're going to continue to work on this because we want to find out the weaknesses that we all have and we want to work on those weaknesses because in another four or five weeks, those weaknesses were going to turn into strengths. And I just thought, what a great approach for a coach to have about taking something negative and instead of yelling and screaming and saying, you're not doing it right, you're too slow, you're fouling. He just he broke mm-hmm. everything down and worked with everybody and was very positive coming out. And when you see them play, and I, I mentioned last year I saw them play at Georgetown, they got everything they wanted on offense, whether it was a fast break, whether it was pulling the, back, pulling the ball back and working mm-hmm. in a half-court set. They just they had everything going for them. And then when you combine that with the superior athletes they have, it's no wonder that there's a 30 or 40 spread. Yeah, right, but that's what I was going to say. They have everything going for them, including getting the pick of the litter every year. I mean, oh, yeah. every every girl we work with comes in with UConn shirts. Um, oh, I want to play at UConn. I mean, everybody does. You, you know, so the top players in the country go to U, UConn. I mean, he he doesn't have to recruit anymore. You know, they, he can let everybody yeah, his else program recruit. recruits for him. Yeah, he can let everyone else recruit, and he can come in at the eleventh hour and just get anybody he wants. So they don't. He doesn't have to get in the game early. Um, but on the flip side, like well, that, kind of like kind of like what Brian Zubek was saying when he exactly. was coming out of high school. He waited for the call yep. from Duke, yep. and he said, "I got the call. I'm going." And yep. I think that's what Gino does on the girl side. Yeah, you just wait. Like, is Gino going? If Gino calls, you know, you see that number, you see that area code come up. I'm in. <laughs> you know? Area code two hundred three. That's yep. it. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's it. But no, I that's think it like, might you know, be eight six six up there. But two hundred three was where we were in Connecticut. Um. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I mean, there's a reason he's a great coach. I mean, um, you know, he's not Mike Rice and throwing balls at girls and stuff like that. So, um, you know, he, but my thing with Gino Ariami is, Kev, is why has he never gotten offered a guy's job? Like, does he just have, has he, like, found his niche? Like, and here's he's, the, you know he's, funny? he's pigeonholed into a girls coach. You know what's funny? Because I thought about this. I'm afraid this. for you. Yeah, here's, here's, because <laughs> I thought the same thing. I was, uh. You know, I coached with the boys for two years in high school uh, as an assistant. I got offered the guy, the girls, and it was kind of like one of those things. I was just like, you know, uh, girls coaching. Do, am I am I interested? I'm like so big into the boys team, and I wanted a boys head coaching job. 
Uh, when this came up, I mean, it's, it really does. It's a whole different ballgame. I love having my own team. And I watched the guys game. I was like, oh, my God. It's like it was so fast. Yeah. I was like, I mean, because just It's still coaching. basketball. It's still basketball. It is. It's just played at a faster speed. But, like, I, I can't imagine a guy like what, you have the most successful program. You're the coach Krzyzewski mm-hmm. of women's basketball. Like you said, you call, yeah. and a girl's going to come. Why, why leave? Like, what's the point? I mean, he's making millions. He's the most recognizable coach in, in girls, girls yeah. basketball. Besides you. Besides, I'm second most. Yeah, right? uh, why, why would you leave? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but do you think, do you think he feels – no, I don't know. I'm not on the in, you know, I'm not on the ins and outs of it, but do you think he's gotten calls for men's jobs? Or I, would, do you, I would think so. I mean, I'm uh, – yeah, I don't know if he has. I would think that so, like a mid-major – Looking to looking to change coaches is like, hey. Well, but but look on this side, like he's accomplished. Every, what more can he accomplish on the girl side? Yeah, that's true. But this is what I'm saying. I mean, I'm I'm just going from experience coaching boys and now coaching girls for a year. It is, I mean, I'm just I'm like looking at it, going, wow. Like you would have to, I mean, you would have to completely change your system and things like that. The things that you've taught for all these years, because it's not going to work with the guys' game, because you can't do the same things in the guys' game that you can do with the girls. You can have a 6-7 girl and just throw the ball to where, like, throw lob plays. Yeah, you're not and doing win that. everything. Yeah, like a you're not Reiner. doing that with the girls. Yeah, you're yeah. not doing that with the boys' program. You really have to come up with something special, athletic plays, transition, things like that, to really uh, take advantage of what you have uh, with the girls. And, and what he, yeah. Some Go of ahead. it, too, is your recruiting base. I mean, he, he's so solid on the girls' side for recruiting. And then to go – into the boys' side, I don't know how much boys' basketball he watches, but it's almost like if you don't watch it a lot, you have to start all over. Like You don't know who the guys you – know, what, what are the great areas where the guys are coming from? Who are the great players? How do you get to them? What, what's the AAU connection? All, all yeah, that see, stuff now, that he now has he doesn't now. Have to, now he doesn't have to worry about that because everybody just finds him. Yeah, he's, yeah, he, he's right. built in. They come to look right. for him. Mm-hmm. Right. No, that's, good. that's a good point. I've been I've been searching the entire time trying to find betting odds. I can't find them for women's there basketball. Has I'm, there, there, I there think ha- there is. There has to be, Kevin. Because I saw if, it for other not, games. I just didn't not, see UConn. If not, if there's no betting lines, why would people just not bet UConn every single game? <laughs> why would you play the game if there's no line? <laughs> yeah, but I'm, <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm saying, like, why – but – like would even bookies if there was if there was I'm sure there's lines but if there was if there weren't lines maybe bookies just would be like no I'm not taking that I'm not taking that action no I'm not betting with you know you can't take UConn I'm sure there's yeah lines. there's yeah you're right or there maybe might. people just don't bet women's college basketball I don't know maybe people don't Let's watch it get Jimmy get Jimmy it. the Greek on the line next week see what he <laughs> yeah. if he's got a line Palmyra Tom from Palmyra back, back on well thanks Don All I right. appreciate your call thanks Don have a good well, night guys. You too. Happy we'll uh, daylight savings. Happy you daylight guys, savings to you too. Hi, hi to Tom from Palmyra. Yeah, bye bye. So a sad day. I think Elwood's uh, playing games because he. Well, no, you know what I think Elwood's gig is here. He doesn't want to. He wants to keep it going. Yes, a he does. That son of a biscuit. Well, show brought to you tonight by Foam Pack, supplier of all Graco products. Just a phone call away. Eight 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 four five eight two nine two eight. Also, Integrated Play and Renee Shaw. If you're an athlete looking to transition into a career, contact Renee 269-760-3857 and Cross River Realty, specializing in off-campus housing at Temple University. Cross River Realty is also a full-service real estate company located in Philadelphia. Check them out at CrossRiverRealty.com, 267-460-5737. 
So Mike and I will be going live. Uh, put it on Twitter whether we change venues uh, or not. But uh, you know we're probably going to be going live uh, next week regardless. St. Patrick's Day should be fun. Uh, had a great week, is Elwood? Oh, so uh, yeah, had a great week. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Say happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy Selection Sunday. Enjoy the week, fellas. I got a million ways to get it. Choose one. Choose one. Hey, bring it back. Bring it back. Now double your money and make it stack. I'm on to the next one. On to the next. I'm on to the next one. On to the next.